Welcome to Chat Your Own with Candy Ann Noodle, the monthly chat show podcast about all things now, then, and tomorrow. It's a little politics, a little art and science, and a whole lot of feminism. Liberal as fuck. Chacharone with Candy and Noodle. I'm Candy here with Noodle. Hey, Candy. Hey, Noodle. How you doing? I'm doing all right. And yourself? Eh. But we're having kind of a special day today. We are having a special Ooh, day. Oh, sorry, Jordan. Sorry, was that, did I get that too close? What'd you say? Did Josh blow his load in yeah. advance? Oh, this is going to be Aww. fun. Today we have Chacharone That's what you live. get for laughing at us. That's what's right. That is what you get for laughing at us. Chacharone so Live. Sound bites. Uh, we are here uh, doing a grab bag episode. This is grab bag two. Uh, which we're super excited about. It's a little different because it is a Teen Tiny Ferrari grab bag episode. Woo! That's right, from uh, Sherman Oaks, California. Here we are. We are live. We're not live at all. You guys will get this in like four days. (laughs) Uh, We are going to uh, do our grab bag episode like we did the previous one. We will be uh, answering and discussing topics and questions submitted by you and given to us by Teen Tiny Ferrari, and we will attempt to answer these all in five minutes we're doing our best to to be less long-winded than usual and cover more topics oh and plus we're gonna have somebody giving us signals which is nice oh that is nice that is nice i mean i eventually i think that's probably gonna i mean that's because dustin's a professional he's a professional dustin is totally a professional uh before we we get to our normal things let's have team tiny ferrari introduce themselves go ahead guys silence start somebody 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 start ladies first (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> yeah hi everybody can you hear me i can totally hear you you guys know jen right jen was with yes. us just two episodes ago uh in her yes. usual fabulous self Indeed. she's come hi, back to join you. us so she must have had a good time the first time <laughs> well yes <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna i was gonna make a snarky joke about something about being bribed with wine but yes i'm here i'm back <laughs> i am thrilled to be a part of this again yay, yay. and uh next since uh, I'm sitting next to Jen, I'll go next. Hi, I'm I'm Mike. I'm I'm Noodle's husband. Hi, Hi Mike. Mike. Hi. With the dulcet tone. Right, Hi, Mike, yeah. with his radio voice. This, I, this is my whiskey voice. <laughs> nice. It doubles as my radio voice. It has many purposes. Next. Hi, I'm not gonna do a whiskey voice because I'm not drinking whiskey, but I'm Dustin. Hi, Hi, Also, Dan. sometimes referred to as uh, Candy's dude. Dude. Candy's dude. Dude, dude who yeah. called dude. us. Who called us before. in the last one. Mm-hmm. In the middle of the podcast. In the middle of the podcast. Yeah. And we, we got to talk about that for a minute. <laughs> yeah, that was she a good time. She did not have to answer that. No, oh. Don't be ridiculous. We had, just, we had just mentioned you. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> you, you heard it coming. It had to happen. Yeah, kind of had to happen. Next. I didn't do it. I wanted to do it. I thought it'd be cool like Mike. Uh, never going to happen. I, I, I have a high-pitched noodle white 751 voice. Uh, I'm Josh. I'm Jennifer's dude. Yeah. yeah. Everybody, everybody's dudes. All the dudes are here. And you guys, you guys also know Josh, because Josh was with us on the last episode talking about uh, things that he loves but also hates. Some of the bachelor uh. 
Yeah, yeah. It was, it, you know, That's most of our comments that we got back from the audience were about Josh's bachelor obsession. Yeah. Well, they should message me. I'm easy to find and easy to talk about the bachelor. You know my dad doesn't know how Instagram or Twitter works, right? <laughs> So I just podcast, he does he listens right. to the podcast right. and yeah. and he he had commentary. He, lo- he loves and respects you enough to listen to podcasts. Yep, that's true. That's true, yep. and, I, and I appreciate that. Mm, yep. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is the. Uh, you guys are subtweeting like that crazy. is what that right. Means. Yeah, yes, we are yeah. subtweeting like crazy. already. Subtweeting that's giant capital great. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, let's hop into our day. Yeah, uh, before we start uh, grad bagging, you got anything you want to, I don't know, anything to say other than uh, what you read, Mita? You know what? I'm just going to go straight with what I'm Let's reading. What's what you read? Because we're going to uh, be here for a long yeah, time. Yeah, it's going to be it's gonna be a long night. So I have uh, two books that, once again, I loved. I read a lot of books this month. This month has been, has been absolutely very wordy for me. I read 13 books this month, which may or may not be a new record for me. Uh, but the it's two that I really, it, it might not be. The two that I really liked, um, I'm going to start with Ayati by Roxanne Gay. And obviously, I will read anything that Roxanne Gay puts out. And again, short stories, which I usually hate, and they're beautiful. It's, uh, they're all stories about either living in Haiti or being in uh, an Ameri- uh, uh, Haitian immigrant living in America. And they're gorgeous, and they're upsetting. And this woman is just, she's, she's the fucking best. Like, there's nothing that she doesn't, that she hasn't written that I don't want to read. Um, so they're all like really warm, beautiful, deeply upsetting stories, and I loved them. And my next book is Sai, a white man, um, Funny Girl by Nick Hornby. And I had, had totally forgotten he wrote this book, and had put it off and put it off and put it off, and fucking loved it. He writes women really well. It's about a young Anjoune, Anjoui, however you pronounce that who, you know, just, she doesn't want to be a starlet. She wants to be a comedian. And it's great. It's funny. It's wonderful. It takes place in London. And she starts on a radio show and comes up through TV. It's fucking great. Like, Nick Hornby, he's fantastic. He is better than he should be. And what else has Nick Hornby written? Do we know? Oh, he wrote about a boy. Oh, that's he wrote How okay. to Be Good, okay. High Fidelity. I mean, High Fidelity, oh, yeah, 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 is the one yeah. that he's most famous for. He, okay. he has no business being as good a writer as he is, and he is just fucking great because he's just like a regular guy, and he's a fan of things. Nice. Um, so I loved it. Very nice. Yay. Uh, I, uh, Fandoms Anonymous has been crappy. I went to Comic-Con. Honestly, I'm, I'm so tired. I am just so tired. I can't even just, like, I'm not going to give a Comic-Con uh review i just am so tired post post comic con but a lot of things did happen in the fandom world uh, i wasn't quite sure what to discuss because it's all it all makes me upset for different reasons very it's a spectrum of equal opportunity it's upset e- equal opportunity upset totally um i think i'm gonna go with the uh <laughs> the fraser reboot i think i'm gonna go with that tell us so, about the fraser reboot i hadn't heard anything about this you know at all what? it's and Kelsey Grammer is involved, so I feel bad saying it's total bullshit because I like him so much. So like, I feel like a like a bad fan. What totally, your, your face. How well, can this even happen? I thank you. Like That's Frasier how I felt. Is Frasier. Yeah, Frazier is Frazier. So he is involved, and they're they're just discussing. Wait, so he's not in it. He's no, he would be involved. in it, but he's he's like spearheading the creative talks. There's nothing been written, nothing's been discussed. It's just, okay. or they're just talking now. Uh, but it would be. Uh, he would still be Frasier, but maybe not everyone else would be in it. Well, obviously, John Mahoney has passed away. I don't think any of... It's Frasier in a new city. So it's the same 
spinoff that it originally was, but it's another so many years later. And based on the end of the original Frasier, he might be going to Chicago oh, to meet the chick, the, yeah, yeah, the and Laura Linney, who's amazing in yeah. that. Um, Right, it was it was Lorna. Was he was really into Lorna, which was Jean Smart. She's great. Anyway, um, I do like Jean Smart a lot. Jean Smart is so good. Everything she does, she's she's pretty pretty fantastic. Anyway, I don't feel good about it. it really boils <laughs> down to I don't feel good about it. I, Cause that's that a really hard should show be to left alone. Yeah, to change because like. it it was so perfect and of the time and, and of the time. I yeah, think, mm-hmm. I think that's. I don't know. I think he himself was of the time. Yeah, I don't know that oh, anyone yeah. wants to listen to a pompous old white man anymore. Exactly, it doesn't unless, unless they voted for today. him. Well, yeah, except for the right, fact that they're bringing back uh, the the Tim Allen. Uh, oh yeah, the house yeah, whatever the hell that was on Tim time. Allen. Yeah, uh, you know, Roseanne is going to come back without Roseanne. Uh, so, that's allowed. You know, just be careful. Why can't we just bring back Cheers? Cheers was great. <laughs> I love Cheers. Okay. Ted Danson's available. No, he's not. We don't he's in need the good place, which is amazing. I mean, we don't he, need yeah, Ted Danson for Cheers. You Cheers know, is a bar in a city. It's a, it's a great, you know, it was a great setup, you know, it worked. Plus, bar regulars do change eventually because they all die. You, you can always introduce a new person. That's Some a realistic storyline. Some sooner yeah. than later, but they all yeah. die of alcohol yeah. poisoning because you people drink too much. Because <laughs> you people drink too much. Cheers was great. Cheers was great, and Frasier was great. And someone uh, made a point on Twitter uh, that doing it today would be way too heavy-handed. That trying to make they would make comments on the the politics and the state of the world, and that's kind of not what Frasier does. And it would be too much, you know. For Will and Grace to do that, that makes sense. Will and Grace always did that. They were very in your face about what's happening in politics and law. And Frazier was kind of not. And I feel like if they do that now, I agreed with this person. If they do that now, it's going to, uh, it's just not going to be that good. And I also, good, I also feel like highlighting the, the white, wealthy, elitist mentality is not going to be good for the country currently. No, the only way it like works. That, I, don't, I don't think that helps us anyway. No, it only works if he's down on his luck and he's got to learn a lesson. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's the only way it plays, really. I mean, right. you're not going to get that much out of it right now. Frazier working at, like, a diner. It's like Frasier. Frasier could be bartending mm-hmm. at Frasier. Cheers. Oh, he opens Cheers. There, there yeah. you go. There it is. There you go. That, that brings us back. But also, I think now it sounds good. Another thing was because of his interests and his tastes, there was always this underlying, you know, metrosexual, homosexual. Is he or isn't he? Right. Is he or isn't he? And people, you know, mistaking him or Niles for being homosexual. No, you're fine. Yeah, no, it's not fine. Nope. No, oh, fine. no. We're going to have to fix that. Someone has to wiggle that cord or I'm going to stop recording. Three. Oh. Oh, my. Uh. Uh. It's fine. But I, I don't even think that's. I don't even think that's really the problem with it. Like, I think the problem is not that he was so, like, metrosexual or whatever. It's just that in this day and age, he would be seen as being a liberal elite. So anything that he would say would be like sort of like that ivory tower sort of thing, where it doesn't, it wouldn't even really like yeah. resonate. And it would just be, it'd be yeah. again divisive. Way. But I just yeah. don't think like that type of humor or that you know, no. question of that anymore is, is right. Because at the time that was a huge deal. Right. Frasier was a big deal. The way it right. dealt with yeah. a lot it, of things, it, but it didn't throw it in your face. And now yeah. I just I mean, don't he think would it's just gonna be work. gay now right. if right. he were gay. Right, right. I don't or think it's going to work. I don't Wait, think it's going to work. Were they gay? They weren't. 
No. They weren't, but there was always that sort of, are they, aren't they? People mistook them for being... I, I think that would be different in this day and age, honestly. Absolutely. Because I think people are, are generally more accepting of that sort of thing. Absolutely. That's why I'm saying it could not work now. It wouldn't, um, I'm saying it wouldn't yeah. be as interesting or entertaining. Okay. I mean, I never understood Frasier. No, I <laughs> So, <laughs> I mean, it just... just uh, no, I was going to say, uh, Charles Emerson Winchester, the guy who played Charles Winchester, was on, and he, he was gay. That's, <laughs> yes. I was going to make He's a... He's on another show, though, right now. He's on a show with David Alan Greer where they t- t- uh, play wacky old people. Oh, that's upsetting. <laughs> yeah. That's upsetting for, there for Charles. There are too many shows. Char- there's too many shows. There there's too never too many, many shows. shows. All right, we're done with shows. Phantoms Anonymous is uh, upsetting me lately, but that was a good, that was a good time. That's sad. I don't want to see Frasier rebooted. Stop ruining all my favorite stuff. Don't watch it. How could I not watch it? Just don't watch it. It doesn't take away the old phrase. I mean, it doesn't. Hold on. It or or give, it, give it a season, see what the critics yes. say, and then, then maybe. Right. I'll give it like and, and two you episodes. you know, the Will and Grace comeback is awesome. What? It, I do like I love the Will and Grace comeback. Oh, it's awesome. It is weak sauce. Oh, it's I, really good. It also it's feels heavy-handed a bit. I think it's the 90s way of so sitcom storytelling good. that just doesn't takes a minute to get used to today. It's mm-hmm. it's kind Mike, of Mike, you're going to have to be louder awkward. in your deep voice because we can't hear you. No. Oh, the Paleys are totally going to have something to say about that. Yeah. Uh, Shout out to the Paleys. All right. What up, Paleys? Uh, what up, Paleys? Uh, so we are, uh, we're going to do our grab bag. Let's we're going to start it. our grab bag and we are going to, uh, Team Tiny Ferrari is going to pick a question, topic submitted by one of you guys out there. They're going to propose it to us. Pose it to us. Propose it. Propose it to us. Um, and uh, we're going to have a five-minute timer, and we're going to cut off that timer this time. Oh, yeah. We're cutting off we the are, timer this we are time. We're committed to, and then, uh, to less time. After our five minutes, whether it be both of us or just one of us, then Team Tiny Ferrari is going to respond uh, with five minutes as a group. And Dustin already has the timer. He's going to be really on top of it. <laughs> Thanks, guys. dude. Thanks, I'm dude. silent, but I'm doing a lot of work in the background. That's, that's how this happens. Again, it's because you're, you're a professional. It's Jen. It's the tech department. So that yes. side is oh. yep. Is our tech? There are Freddie. There are Freddie. Yeah. iCarly right, reference. So, so Jen's got the questions. I've Dustin's been. got the timer. I've, I'm talking right now. So Josh, pick a question. Mm. Look how I did that. Oh, Process of elimination. Take care of shit. Right. <laughs> well, they have pits. Be careful. I'm picking. Is there a thing for pits? I don't know. A big plate. Ask okay. it. Exotic pet would you have if space safety was not in, was no impediment? What exotic pet? No, I'm reading exactly what Just, written here. That's the question. Huh. So let's assume it's what. Because if it's gonna, because it, I didn't know what to put in the beginning because I had. Oh which? no, of course not. No, it's yeah, a, you no, had to get to the end. It could be which, but could be which. Was that you? No, no, I definitely would. would I I would one hundred percent have an exotic pet if space and safe. I mean, a monkey. Like, who wouldn't want to have a monkey? Like, duh. Right, right. I mean, uh, a monkey, a monkey with little diaper is hilarious. But I mean, like, it's just like a kid, but way cuter because they're already like hairy and they're making little monkey faces. Elephant. I know. Uh, Elephant. 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 One hundred percent elephant. Um, I, th- I don't know that we have much more to say about this right. topic. It could just be done. We could be lo- shorter than five minutes. That's yeah, I mean, I just think like like not not the monkeys that grow up and like rip your arms off. Not not a chimpanzee who grows up and rip your maybe arms off. Yeah, um, but maybe mad. maybe like a gorilla, 
Because they oh, have and that, but that, that, that's like your best friend. Yes, and, and you then can, you like, can write you can it like later. Have dinner to, together. Yes, yeah. I feel like a gorilla is an adult. If there's an apocalypse situation, that gorilla can absolutely carry you to safety. Yeah, and and like be an active part of your team. You could train them. They could be. Yeah. They could be friends, comrades. I mean, uh, Planet. Uh, what is it? Planet um, of the Apes, where the gorillas were in charge anyway. So yeah, yeah. No, that's I'm a whole nother exotic situation. Yep, I'm going gorilla. Yeah, elephant. I mean, elephant isn't practical, but you said size isn't an size issue, right? Is not yeah, impediment. elephant for sure, because they would also be your best friend, mm-hmm. and they remember stuff that you forget. Mm, but Where's how do they my tell keys? you? Elephant. <laughs> That's uh-huh. fair. Right? That's fair. If it's if it's a straight, like where is it? They, they right. could definitely find right. it. I was also wondering if you're going to pick giraffe because I know you like giraffes. I do as love well. giraffes as well. Um, we were just talking about elephants, and I was like, mm, baby elephants. Yeah. They just make me real happy because they're so wrinkly. They're so wrinkly, and they're smart. Or maybe mm-hmm. than me sometimes, and they could pick stuff up from far away and up high. That's helpful. That's super helpful. You could write it. Yeah. Benefits. Best friends. All right. All team. right. We're done. What do you got? Everybody team. Five out. minutes for the team. Exotic animals. <laughs> Jen, <laughs> Jen, tell us. You had one. I, I jumped in too early last time, so I didn't want to be too pushy. No, do it. Um, hush. The quokka. It is. Oh, oh, yeah. oh my God! Yeah. Yes, everybody yeah. loves that it's animal. All the other animal animals. on Earth. Three dudes just went. What? <laughs> it is this cute little. It's a marsup. It's in. It's in the marsupial family. Yeah. yeah. It's probably like a little bigger than a cat, but it has these cute little jowls. It's always smiling in pictures. Little tiny ears like a teddy bear. It's amazing. Yeah, and so it takes selfies with the tourists. If you just Google, if just Google happiest animal on Earth, and you're gonna see the quokka. That's a great answer. Yeah, that answer. is a great answer. Anybody else? Exotic Gentlemen? animal. Gentlemen? Everyone knows the only exotic pet you need is an otter. <laughs> I mean, that's, <laughs> that's also good. It stands, it does cute little human things with its hands. They do have good hands. I mean, they have a ton of personality. They're essentially dogs in water. And that like feed themselves. longer. Come on. That yep. feed themselves. That is the perfect mm-hmm. pet. Did yeah. you see oh, uh, the recording today? There was that the recording, the video that was on the internet of the of the otter that jumped up on the chick's ki- uh, kayak and just like hugged out on her kayak for twenty minutes. It was also, yeah, also pretty she great. Could get arrested, she yeah. didn't touch it. She didn't touch it. It oh, touched okay. her. Right, it right, got, right. she she didn't <laughs> pet it. She took her shoes away from it. She was like absolutely pulling herself away from it to just admire it and <laughs> like leave it alone. I was surprised that she didn't try and pet it, but that's why you. You cannot pet yeah, a wild animal. You can't. Yeah, no. She like actively is like, this is cute. What do I do, guys? It was great. <laughs> Mike, you look like you have an exotic animal. We've got time, well, right? I don't understand why time. anybody wouldn't time. want to have a, a Komodo dragon. Like, get get the Komodo dragon, right? That's Aren't a great point. Poisonous? I thought health and I thought safety wasn't an issue. Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah. So yeah. with safety not being an issue, I've got now I've got a security device yeah. and I've also got a dragon. And dragon. Because uh. theoretically, it's only it's still poisonous to like invaders and stuff. Right? Yeah, are we talking like real animals? Because if like we can go outside of the actual animal kingdom, like Stitch, Stitch from the Disney movies looks super. Josh, do you but not know that Komodo dragons are real? I know they are, but I'm giving them crap. Okay, I'm just I'm just making sure because I was like, because he said, and I can also have a dragon. It is a dragon. It's a Komodo dragon. That's its well, name. Komodo dragon. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't. Or have teeth I like or dragon. You like plaid shirts. This is the way life works. It there it is. There it is. You don't know. You don't know that it wouldn't hassle at night. It might hassle at night. I guarantee, night. if you got a Komodo dragon, Mike, you would put on full armor just to take your Christmas card photo. 
<laughs> I totally would. Right? I totally <laughs> would. I feel like we do that. There's no I reason. I don't know why we haven't done that yet. I know. Uh, Dustin, what about you? I've seen a lot of videos lately with a bunch of cute little raccoons. Aww, yeah. Raccoon is good. They also have people hands. They do people hands. You're sitting on the couch and... I don't. I All don't. the things where the, the ones eating the grapes. Pumpkin is great. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, the grape yeah. eaters. Pumpkin. Pumpkin. Yeah. 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 I, I know that raccoon. I had a giant tortoise, which was not cuddly, but was kind of fun because it was kind of like you were hanging out with a dinosaur. It was amazing. Nice. They are like dinosaurs. They are. Mm-hmm. They I are like it. They cool. have the prehistoric armor. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. That was fun. All right. Yeah. All right. Exotic animals. Exotic animals. All right. Who's next? Next question. Next. Oh, the mic's going. It may not be formed in the question. I'm going to read it first, and then then I'll just adjust. I'll adjust. What are your three favorite places to go or things to do in California? Mm, That's a good question. I know who said this one, too, because it says the name on it. It does. It does say the name on it. Hey, Uh, look at that. Not me. Yeah, it was not. It was not. It was not a question. Uh, Let's get our five, please. Thank you. It was my dad? Yeah, it was your dad. Aw, dad. Okay, so I love the Getty Museum because it has the combination of museum and outdoors. That is really nice, plus there's snacks. Um, I love the Getty. Uh, You know, I'm going to say a weird thing, and it's going to be very personalized and so on. I love residuals. I love the bar that we all met at. That makes sense. I love uh, a bar that I spent 10, you know, too long. Uh, however long I was there for, eight years, five years, forever, bartending at. Um, it's kind of the hub of all the places that uh, it, it really shaped my entire life uh, in California, as it turned out. And lastly, even though we never really go, I love the beach, and I'm always bummed that we don't go more often. And we talked about this the other day, that we should go to the beach. We um, do. We always talk about it. We should. It. You know what? I'm going to plan us a beach day, and we're just going to go to the beach. Yeah, um, so, yeah, I'm, d- I'm going I'm to even say specifically I love both Santa Monica and Venice. Nice. Personality. Very nice. I don't know that I have three places now. I'm kidding. Uh, I also like the Getty very much. I haven't been there in a couple of years, but I used to go frequently. Yeah. Um, right here with you guys. Aww. Right? I think, what, I, I think I'm done. I guess. Oh, that's um, it. Score. I'm done. Coffee. Out. That's bullshit. No, I can't. I can't do that. I'm still, I'm keeping with you guys because that was great. Yeah, that's that was a great answer. Um, uh, um, Palm Springs in general. Nice. Yeah, mm. yeah. That's a great one. I very much yeah. appreciate Palm Springs. Uh, part of it's the architecture, but uh, mm-hmm. it's it's too bl- fucking hot. Like, yeah. It's worth it. Yeah. There we go. Oh, that's three. Good. Yay. Good. All right, Team Tiny Ferrari gets five. I have the noisiest chair. If you guys can hear five. that, that's a problem. Five. Like, we only get oh, five wait, five minutes. No, five minutes. Oh, yeah, five minutes. Yeah, you guys name it quick, guys. All right, so I'm going to say, uh, like, the Santa Barbara area. Like, Solvang, Santa Barbara, yeah. Yana, Inez Valley, all those fields. Santa Inez is Santa Inez. Isn't that all the same area? Well, it feels the same to me. Like that. You're, you're talking about, like, a 90-minute circle. A 90-minute circle. That's a That's a That's a big enough diameter, right? Thank you. It's a it's so, you're, so you're talking about the the, the uh, and wine country, six. like the, the south, south wine yeah. country. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, I think that's that's 
Yeah. I had a really good time. Solvang, Solvang is really good from the hours of like nine to nine, and then it then it's not really a city anymore. <laughs> it's, it's really yeah. just a it's really just a gigantic bed. Um, uh, I also love basically Ventura Boulevard, like Ventura Boulevard all the way through the valley. Like anywhere on there, I'm just I'm happy to be there. It's it's a great place. I've lived off of it my entire life. It seems like, well, my entire life in California anyway. And uh, I just really love Ventura, and Residuals is on Ventura, too. So I guess that, that would fall into there. Yes, that's where we met. <laughs> <laughs> that's also where we met. Yes, I mean, not, that's... Not Jennifer, I mean, the three of us. It's the nexus of the universe. Yeah, yeah. that's where we met Mike. Is that where we met? Yeah. yeah. Oh, interesting. For sure. You were with Tim, and you didn't want to talk to me. Is that where we met? <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't worry, he's not listening. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Tim. Um, and uh, a third place in California that I really like going. Mm. Mm. I don't know. I don't really have one. That's yeah. it. I'm done. I'm out. Well, that's fair. I mean, Ventura Boulevard is big. Yeah. There's a lot going on. Yeah. All right, Jennifer, one minute. Wait, what? It's you. Just leave. It's oh, your turn. Okay. Um, oh, man. So the, the valley is, you know, where I landed when I first came here 18 years ago. So I do, I love and will defend the valley forever. Uh, I started in Sherman Oaks, went to North Hollywood, maybe live on the, you know, the edge of Tahuga Lake and Burbank and all those places. So I really like For it. those of you triangulating it, you can actually see Jen's house. <laughs> oh. From that description, please don't show up. <laughs> And Josh will say, you know, if you if you really want to know where we live, we live near the creepy cl- creepy clown liquor that you uh, you see Cher getting yeah. uh, mugged at. And, and he made me ruin my dress. Mm. And he ruined my dress. But I love I love the valley. It has that neighborhood feel, but has everything you absolutely need. And where we live, we're you know a five minute walk from everything. You know, the train station, the movie theater, our local pub, and all that stuff. So I'm just gonna put the valley down there. Idlewild. I'm surprised you let me go first because I I was going to say this. Idlewild has become uh, Josh and my little getaway. Uh, Probably about 10 years ago, he surprised me with the weekend there. It's a great little mountain community um, similar to Big Bear or other places like that, but because it doesn't have a ski resort or anything drawing in, you know, masses of people, it's just a small little artist community. You know, it's about two and a half hours southwest of L.A., and it's just, it's fantastic. It's absolutely beautiful. And this, so the third place that I absolutely loved, and but I've only been once, was um, Monterey, and mostly mm. for the otters and the aquarium. So. It's really, it's all about the otters. When you get up there, it's amazing. Yeah. The otters and the aquarium. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to do... I'm gonna do concert venues. I'm gonna go three. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, nice. I'm gonna go so three. Uh, the Troubadour. I love the Troubadour. Uh, and I'm gonna go with um, probably the Hi Hat. Oh. Yeah. Oh my God! What because a weird, random, dirty, giant venue. Yeah. I know, but yes. it's, like, <laughs> it's not that dirty. Always, oh, but from the. The outside, the outside looks horrible, and then it's surprisingly yeah, spacious. Oh, that's, yeah. like, that's a LA great like call. That. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Shout out for the Gibson, which is now gone, and I'm still no. upset about it. No, it's Harry Potter. Like I know, but I'm still the Gibson right. was a great venue. I'm still yeah, upset about it's it. It's, it's hard to be sad about Harry Potter. Yeah. 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 I saw Tom Lino's Far 
the shit. But it was in Universal Amphitheater then, not the Gibson. (laughs) Universal Amphitheater is where my mother saw John Denver, who recorded An Evening with John Denver, his best-selling record. Oh, wow. You can hear her screaming in it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. That was the whole thing. I want to take your time. Go on. Uh, For the sake of time, I'll cut it to two. Nope. Uh, No, Well, it's fine. No. Uh, One of the places I do like to go to relax is Big Bear, uh, as mentioned by Jen. Um, growing up in the country, I just get to be around pine trees and lakes and boats, and I get to feel a little bit like I'm kind of back home for two days, but then I get to come back to the city where there's shit to do. Can so. you share with the folks where your home is, Dustin? I came here from a tiny little town called Picayune, Mississippi. I think that's an important yeah. part of who you are. Exactly. <laughs> and when I used to get the dictionary word of the day emails all the time. Picayune came in one time, and it was an old Indian word that meant small and insignificant. <laughs> so, that is fucked up. I came from a small and insignificant town that's in Mississippi, amazing. and that's by definition of the word. I'm not. I'm not putting down on the little town. It's, it's it. the that's actual amazing. definition. What kind of insecure person named that town? <laughs> I think it was like a. Uh, they also used it for a coin that was that didn't have much value as well. So it was named after that, as far as I know. But Big Bear does make me feel a little bit at home, just to be away from all of the noise pollution of L.A. And then second, I absolutely love the Hollywood Bowl. So when I got the job that I currently have, the fact that I get to go even more was fantastic because I went three or four times a year before I worked where I do. So, which is for the L.A. Phil. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And give us a third not one. Small, Just do it. Not it's right. We're for it. Yeah, yeah. I hadn't thought of a third one. That's uh, what I was saying, I really too. So you're just kind of like... Putting you on the spot. Just admit <laughs> you to it. Go again, and then they won't make okay. you do any more. Um, <laughs> do what? Just admit to it at the beginning, and you'll be yeah. fine. Don't say I'm not... That's true. Uh, we for appreciate, the sake of time. Like, no, no, go ahead. Exactly. Next time I'll say, I'm just saying two. Fair. I'm going to cut it off right there. All right. Next time you go first, and you do all three. Reasons. That's fine Reasons. with me. Reasons. It's funny. We had very different answers to those questions. That is. That is. Yeah. Telling. And, and perhaps intentionally. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Because we do all tend to go enjoy the same, the same places. places. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't say residual. Yeah, yeah, right. I mean. Yeah, I let first. Got a crossover there. I know most crossover. of this room because of residual. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, all right. Let's next. Let's. Uh, right, next. Patrick. Somebody. Right. Somebody. Pick a thingy. All right, this question is interesting. Uh, who would play you in a movie about yourself? Jennifer, did Jennifer Wright ask this question? She says, who would play you in a movie about yourself? Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have Noodle take that one first. Ellen Page. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, oh done. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's, uh, that's pretty much right. Done. Yeah. I might be yeah. wow. Asia Argento. That is so spot first on. Asia, but all right. I know, it's Asia. <laughs> Asia Argento. See, I can't. That's why I don't say Asia because I say Asia Arcento. Then I, if I, I don't say Asia, you can't get it out. You don't know who that is? Mario Argento's daughter. Yeah. Also don't know who that is. No. Uh, Italian actress. Most significant Italian director. directors in history. Yeah. She's an actress, writer, director. Most recently, uh, ex-girlfriend of um, Anthony Bourdain. Anthony Bourdain. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, you, I was going to say, you I totally know, know who she is. She's yeah. from that. You totally know who she is. Yeah. yeah, no, but I know who she is because of Anthony Bourdain. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that was quick. And, uh, and, and the Me Too movement. You've probably seen her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, there's a lot going you know. on. There's no, a lot going on. I, I've only ever All seen right. it written. She's prolific. I'm, You'd know her. Yeah. I'm going to say for the rest of Teen Titans for Ari, we're going to name each other. Ooh. Let them finish. Oh, I mean, I think there's not much more to it. I mean, do you have a backup? Do you have a second? No, no. Oh, 
Oh. Oh. Jen. Jen. There she blows. There it is. It, well, it was. That's not. That's not. Yes. Yes. No. Yes. Yes. A little lighter. A little darker. A little. Yes. No. No, for real. No. Maybe it's the mic. Oh. Oh. Oh, but that worked. That worked. That worked. Oh, yeah. No. We've never edited out anything. What? We've never edited out anything. I have. Oh, I've edited out stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's usually just me sounding stupid. Or like a background where we're talking over each other and you can't hear anything. It's or like, when, it's like five seconds. Or when someone accidentally says something terribly offensive. No, nope, that, that goes in. That goes Every in. time. Terribly offensive. Repeated. That goes in. Every the time. The volume turned up slightly. And we're both talking. Oh, that's perfect. That's, it's good. That it's good. good. Score, guys. Nobody touched. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Be right back, guys. No, I threw it in the garbage can, but there's already crap all over it. Aw, so. fine. Yeah, it was like Here. a five dollar cable anyway. So since, so since I started this silly game, I'll go first. Uh-huh. Um, oh. Mike, I'm gonna pay you a huge compliment. Oh, thank you, Mike. Nathan Fillion. Just gonna play you in the movie. Nathan Fillion. Dustin. Danny McBride. I have no idea who that is. I'm going to be awful at this, oh, too, Danny McBride way. is the Eastbound and Down, right? I was Vice principals. I was paying Candace a huge compliment. Um, and Jennifer, because Careful. you cherish her as, as a great American treasure, oh. Jessica Chastain. This is, you guys don't even understand the funniest thing that's happened in, like, the last four weeks right now. This moment. This. Okay, just to back it up a little, this is the first question I picked, and my answer was going to be, not Jessica Chastain. <laughs> Anybody but. Why don't, why don't you go next? Go on. Why, why don't you go next? Jen? No, no, I, I'm, I'm not. Like, I'm, I'm not prepared. You're not emotionally seriously, prepared at this seriously, point. Seriously, seriously, it would be Rebecca Monaghan from. Oh, uh, thank Bur- you. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's good. That's yes. good. I also yeah. feel like a young Cindy Lauper. Anyway, go on. Uh, you know, I don't want to pick other people. This is weird. Okay, Mike, go next. All right. Well, uh, Josh, clearly you're Alan Tudyk. Mm. I'll take that. Whatever, whatever. So appreciate awesome. Josh's and correction. That's two for two. That's two for two. I felt like a oh, wind. I felt like a leaf on the wind. I mean, he could be the rooster, right? And uh, I'm gonna cast you with uh, Jennifer Aniston. Actually, yeah. we both have the Jennifer name. Oh, I can see that. I can totally see that. It's an accurate, an accurate portrayal of your your, your, your pretty face. And uh, Dustin. Oh, baby. I don't know exactly who would play you. I keep I keep thinking like if Bull from Night Court had oh had, God, had full hilarious. head of hair and a beard, he, you, you, it might be that might be that might be a pretty accurate representation of who you are. Yes, Night Court See, podcast. Here's the thing: Dustin is the one I know already. Which it's is? the two of you that I'm a little struggled on. Well, well tell well, us, who tell, tell us who you got for Dustin. Well, he's clearly Jeff Bridges. I knew it. Oh my yeah. God. I knew it. No, seriously. Right. Jeff, Jeff Bridges oh, from yes. King Kong 1978. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, that's good. Look it up. That it's is amazing. Good. That is really good. That's working for Candace right now. <laughs> it is super working for Candace. <laughs> I, I, okay, so. That works for me. But now, now you got to do the two of us. Now I have to do the two of you. Aw. Uh, Josh. Oh, my gosh. No, I can't. I can't. Dustin, go. <laughs> 
I, this I is definitely not my kind of topic. Um, <laughs> I would be absolutely horrendous at this because I am. Mm-hmm. And I'm being horrendous at it right now. Like, I have thought of no one. So okay. let's go back around and see who everybody thinks that would play them. Like, I'm surprised nobody said Bruce Willis for me. Like, I'm shocked. Oh, I that does see work. That, I'm that, that does. I'm, I'm shocked. Well, because here's the thing there are certain characteristics of people that I may find appealing and charismatic, but I don't know that you're necessarily going to find them that way. So I didn't want to insult you. <laughs> you thought Bruce Willis would insult me? No, Bruce I'm just Willis saying not in general. general. Oh, I feel like oh, there's oh, someone else no, in no, there. No, 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 no. Who is this character? Yeah. I want to know now. I have nobody. Bruce Willis in the last like five to ten years is a bit of an insult. Still not an insult. Do you know insult. that he came out and said Die Hard's not a Christmas movie? He did, and I was upset. That Fuck that guy. Fuck that, that guy for sure. That's the thing. For sure. Bruce Willis Pearls. ten years yeah. ago was the top of Hollywood. Bruce Willis today is getting roasted on Comedy Central. Which He's I'm on a super going to watch. Oh, I'm totally recording that. Yeah. Getting, getting, for sure. Getting for roasted sure. is pretty cool. So, so, Jen, who do you think would play yourself? Yeah, Jennifer, who would play you? Um, myself. Well, again, when I drew that question before, my all I came up with is not Jessica Chastain. She's a <laughs> fine actress. She's beautiful. She's lovely. We don't have to talk about, we can talk about this like Jessica Chastain. <laughs> Who's going to play you? Who's going to play me? Um... Melanie Linsky. Fuck what? is Melanie Linsky? Yeah. Kidding me right Do I know now? her and I don't? Yeah. I just don't that's know her a, name. That's a deep cut. Who is that? You know her from. Um, no, I don't. She was in uh, what's it? The creatures, something creatures with. Uh, she was in Kate Heavenly Blanche. Creatures. She was in the with neighbors and half men. Okay. Oh. Oh. oh I feel I don't like get out a lot. People I feel like. No, wait, I do get out a lot, so I don't see any shows. Laura Linney to me. Laura Tierney. Yeah. That's Did I say Moy? Moira Tierney, Tierney. Oh, oh, yeah. Gosh. Yeah, She's for sure. She's also from Boston, I'll for take sure. it. For sure, yeah. She's a Boston girl. I'm down okay, what about you, Josh? Whoa, Lauren Graham. My cousin, actually. My my cousin. Cousin. Don't roll off of it! Own it! Oh, thank you. My, but my cousin just looks like... Cousin. Josh, who would play you? Oh, for me? Yeah. Uh, and Dustin, I'm coming to you next. I've always wanted to be played by Adam Brody from the OC. <laughs> That's funny. But personally, but not physically. Personally, oh, but yeah. not that physically. is a deep in my, in my humanity, Adam Brody. Yeah. Wait, what do you mean? In by my that? appearance, I'm James Van Der Beek. <laughs> That's that was a funny sentence. <laughs> that was a funny, funny that sentence. Make, that makes total sense. I, I'm not James Van Der Beek. Dawson at my age. Aw, <laughs> he's so Dawson. Like, <laughs> like, James weep- Van Der Beek grew up to be pretty cool. I'm still yeah. Dawson. Oh. You weepy Dawson. I, oh, weepy I, Dawson. In a good oh, way. God. Oh, no. Dustin. I don't know. I never watched Office Creek. Dustin. I was thinking about it the whole time, and I have no idea. Nothing. I have nothing. absolutely nothing. I, I, I think Jeff, of all of them, Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges. Yeah. 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 Which my sister. We'll, we'll just leave it at that. Ruth just said that, like, four days ago. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, Lordy. Uh, Jake, wait, did Dustin. Wow. Yeah. All right. Let, let me. Great. <laughs> Fear Street or Goosebumps? Yeah. What? I, I that's agree. Intense. I agree. What? That is intense. <laughs> that's a that's an interesting. Question. Is this written For from an adult? Yeah, I didn't never get I mean, into goosebumps. either of those. I know so. Goosebumps because I read the, the books. I don't know anything about Fear Street. I know of one. I've never oh, seen any of that. Oh, you should read some of my Fear Street. No, I only I only ever read I only read the Goosebumps ones. Uh it's weird. I'm I'm a big baby about everything, but scary books 
don't scare me in the same way. Like, I am able to read scary books, but I'm not able to watch scary things. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, not that they don't scare me, but I'm able, I'm much more capable of consuming frightening things in written form <laughs> rather than consuming frightening things in visual form. So I don't know anything about Fear Street, so I'm obviously going to go with Goosebumps because I watched it. Yeah, I've read Goosebumps. Okay, Fear Street. Uh, and I feel like you should read some of my Fear Streets because I'm, okay. I, I, I mean, first of all, it would take you 25 seconds to read one of those books. I'm you in. could read them all in a day. Can That'd I be beat fine. my 13 book a month record like uh, that? Absolutely. Wait, one, two, three, four, five, you six, could, seven. You could read four nine, of those ten, in a one-shot. 13, 14, 15, <laughs> 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 22. There's 22 of them. Do you have a there complete you collection of Fear Street? No, I'm definitely missing some. And at oh, least two okay. of them were stolen from school libraries. Well, Yay, public school. Because you're a boss. I'm totally a boss. Because you grew um, up in the 90s. I totally, man, I killed the 90s. Uh, a Fear Street was the kind of more YA, I would say, grown-up, yeah. scarier stories than, than Goosebumps. They were, um, they were both by Earl Stein. Yeah. Goosebumps was aimed at kids, and Fear Street was aimed at teenagers. And I had all the, I had them both. I read them all. I read, you know, both. And uh, also, uh, let's shout out to Christopher Pike. All right. That's, See, that's, that's, that's what I was going to say, because I'm all Fear Street, because I was raised on Christopher Pike. Christopher like, Pike was Christopher awesome. Pike was my jam. Yeah. It was always, like, like, Two steps away from naughty. I not. feel like Christopher Pike was a step up from Fear Street in that a little edgy, okay. a little grown up, a little Pike gets dirty. Out the occasional like hungry look. Or else Stein wasn't gonna fight. No, no, no. The cheerleader might have been killed by her boyfriend in Earl's in Fear Street, but yeah. uh, but they mostly just talked on the phone late at night. <laughs> right, and I feel like in Christopher Pike, he like also kicked the cat, like he was a bad dude. <laughs> like he was a shit. Like there was something wrong with that guy. It yes. wasn't like Lifetime. It was like the Blumhouse. Okay, uh, Team Tiny Ferrari. Fear Street I mean, or I Goosebumps? Think I'm the only one that knows. Yeah, I, I think I it's just yeah. I think it's just either, of, either yeah. of them. Like I am completely clueless on both of them. I've heard of Goosebumps, and that's as far as I can go. All right, next question. Wait, uh, Mike. So this is uh, Jen, but she's doing art. Oh, I thought Mike was so. gonna say something about books. Oh, that's lovely. That's lovely. Nobody can see that. Oh, that is lovely. Everyone's playing with the uh, mermaid pillow. I was going to say, my niece and nephew really liked Goosebumps. Goosebumps is pretty good. It's all good. I I, I sold all my Goosebumps books. I'm still pissed about it. It's Jen's turn to read. Okay. Are you jumping? Uh, She was doing art, so I thought I'd go. Oh, yeah. uh, I'm kind of sad because I don't I know about half of this. I know one of these. Well, two of these three words. Okay, you read the first one, and I'll just make up the last one. Uh, there's only three words, but it's not halves to this. It's Louis or Lestat. Oh. oh. Dumb question. It's Lestat. Louis is the <gasps> most boring. It's Louis. He's yeah. so. Hey, hey, wait your turn, Joshua. Wait your turn, Joshua. Joshua. Those of us playing at home who don't know what any of this means, why don't you tell us what this means? Uh, uh, it's an interview with a vampire mm. and the Vampire Chronicles by Anne Rice. Yeah, yeah. Oh, not Vampire Diaries. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. Right, but, um, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's the stat. He's the brat prince. He's got charisma. Louis mostly is like, I'm unhappy. I hate I mean, being I, a bull powerful being. I shut see the fuck that. up. I, just I, I, that I'm in candy bullshit. camp. Man. Yeah, but Louis. Uh, Louis. Now, part of that's because I completely associate Louis with Brad Pitt's interpretation of Louis. So uh, the choice here is really between uh, sorry, Brad Pitt Christian and Tom Cruise. Slater? 
Brad Christian's daughter. So, wait, is this, is this is this choice between Brad Pitt and Tom Cruise? No, it's not. No, it's it's definitely Louis or Lestat. It's However, if you want to take that for your answer, you can. I will say that that is my Lestat is my favorite Tom Cruise role. Brad Pitt. Uh, I think Tom Cruise is. Oh wait, we need another episode. I, I think that's a very <laughs> controversial thing, so we're not going to talk about. It. Look at your face. We're going to save it. Um, I, 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 you don't. You don't. I hate don't. that movie. I, uh, I hate that movie because I love the book so much. I, know. I read the and book I, after the movie, and I think it's terrible casting it. all around. Oh, but that's okay. Yeah. It's you know irrelevant. Uh, and it's, you know you what? Know, there's no casting. No matter what, that is a sexy fucking movie. I think Antonio Banderas was good. He uh, he was a great like, Armand. I, think, I thought, I thought he which is which is stupid because Armand is is twelve. Well, uh, well, no, that's fair. That's yeah. fair. That's fair. And that stuff bothers me. But yeah, that, that's okay. very fair. That bothers me too. Yeah. Uh, um, all right. Yeah, so you're Tiny Ferrari. You're, you're Louis. Louis or Lestat. Brad Pitt. Yes. That's an acceptable answer. That's an acceptable that's answer. That's, yeah. that's my answer. I, I haven't seen that movie. I, I haven't read that book. <laughs> I get that look from Candy all the time when it's. <laughs> I get that look I from seen that movie too, before. Actually, all the time. I haven't seen anything. I have seen Mad Max Fury Road 17 times. This was you think so. it's only 17 times? She's, she's got a wall somewhere where she's scratching <laughs> it out real angrily. I'm not, I'm not good with numbers. <laughs> uh, she's, she's I mean, this was 100% my question. No, this, I think that's a great question. For, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in. I, uh, I just, you know. I think I know you were listening. Yeah. Josh? I'm sorry, I just came back from the bathroom. No. Are you Louis or we're selling Louis or Lissette? So here's the issue. Uh, <laughs> when I was in high school, I hung out with very popular kids, and they were so popular that all we did was read the MOs by books and pick characters we identified with. And they named all the characters, and then they were done. They looked at me and said, you're Louis. And so I hate him. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think he's the dumbest. I, get it. I, get it. I mean, I, I think <laughs> Louis gets Louis uh, gets better in later books, but I think in interview, it's itself he's so unhappy oh, it makes me unhappy whining lame and the centerpiece and like he's he's like adjacent to the action but never involved in any way it and was a, it was creepily wants to have sex with a seven-year-old so yeah. i mean that's also a con yeah <laughs> i haven't read the books i've only seen the movie so i'll jump in with this uh lestat uh, I'm just. I'm not getting well, towards. Actually, it yeah. makes it more offensive. <laughs> that makes it more offensive. A little bit. That's it. Uh, <laughs> that's it. But without uh, him, the yeah. other wouldn't exist. So. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I and feel very, uh, very much like this. No, was I meant what I thought. It would be yeah, it's a good. It's yeah, a, it's yeah. a good question. Yeah. That worked I mean, out the way I thought. Not, not, not about everyone. No, not yeah. the movie. So are, the are we? Uh, gotcha. Are we moving on? We can move on. We can move on. Since I skipped you, to take over that very important question. All right. Okay. What movie? book or play do you wish you had written go Whoa. this is gonna be a good one I, I think you should not even set the timer do i have to am i supposed to go first, you can go first. just let them run movie book or play do you wish you <laughs> had written? written i actually like i have like my chest like my heart is racing like i'm nervous about my answer uh no judgment no judgment here and we understand whatever you say. There are still like dozens of other things so many. that you would have wished. Right. Right. Okay. Um, the one that comes to you right now. Funny girl. 
the Nick Hornby Amazing. book, the Night Nice Square. No, not the Nick Hornby oh, no, book. Not yeah, not yeah, yeah. I'm high fiving you. Okay. Barbara Streisand. And what's his face? What's his face? Omar Sharif. Oh my God, Omar Sharif. The most unlikely of all heartthrobs. Yes. How weird is that? Yeah. For sure. For sure. I was also just listening to that on my way home. Actually, I turned the radio on. And it was uh, Enter Sandman, and I was jamming pretty hard. And then I plugged my phone in for whatever reason, and it picked up my phone. And it was uh, I'm the greatest star. It was quite a halting, halting change of pace. Uh, but I do listen to that frequently in my car. It seems so. like kind of you in a nutshell, right there. Uh, you know what it is. It really, really is. And uh, noodles. I would say anything by Ann Tyler. Uh, she writes these very simple stories that are all about depth of character that are uh, exploring the complex emotions of everyday life. And I think she really captures people's essences and the nuance and the complexity of relationships, of moments of silence in marriages, of uh, moments of tension in families in a way that's immensely relatable and uh, all universally encompassing. And I think she really has a great feeling of people that I wish I had mm -hmm. the ability to articulate. I uh, I think I should have to read one of her her books, oh, stories, she's, she's and you should have to watch Funny Girl, and we should, we should talk about it. We should swapsie for I sure. I like it. I'm in. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. And what are her titles? Uh, so she she's written a lot of books. Uh, she's been writing forever. She writes all of her books take place in Baltimore. She's never left Baltimore. Uh, it's weird. She has this very complicated book life and never got married and basically sits in her house all day and writes her books and goes to bed at 6 o'clock with a cup of tea. Uh, and maybe never speaks to anybody ever. But her most famous books are The Accidental Tourist and oh, Searching okay. for Caleb. Okay. Um, Thank you. No. Yeah, there's, there's more, but those are my two favorites of hers. Nice. Very nice. <laughs> okay. You guys? I'll keep you guys. Don't are the luckiest well, okay. people. I'm right. Sorry, go ahead. Go, 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 go. Um, no, I'm thinking about any of my favorite 80s movies. That if, if I could have written something, I would love to have written either Friday the 13th or Nightmare on Elm Street or something like that because I would have locked down the rights so they would stop remaking shit and messing with it. That's nice. That's so it wouldn't nice. be for the purpose of actually writing <laughs> like it. It would be so I could lock it down Look, and you would leave it the hell alone. You, so you're not, well, you don't want to write that everything. because you want to write that. You no, I want to write it because I want to lock down and then writing leave it stuff. alone. Protect Bingo. it. Bingo. I want to protect it. Your childhood. I would want to write it and then protect it and lock it down. Now keep your hands off of it. Quit remaking it. It's not so much that I wish I had written this. It's just that I had the idea before anybody else read it. So Josh, I've been together with Josh for 14 years, and you know, since I've known him, Josh has been writing horror, and he does a lot of research on the internet. And he does some interesting research on the internet. Some of his search histories would be highly suspicious. Should Problematic. Happened to me. One day, I'm not saying we got in a fight. This is getting dark. This is getting <laughs> dark. This is, this is late night on Chacharo yeah. with uh, um, Jennifer. I'm not saying we got in a fight, but I, he was talking about some research that he had done recently, and he actually typed into Google how long does it take to strangle a person? And, and of course,
course, her answers were it, but I heard this story. I was like, you know what? You really have to be careful because if anything happens and I decide I'm out, I would leave and they would instantly look at you. They would look at your search history, they'd look at everything, and you'd be done. Like, there'd be no question. So I think about when I read Gone Girl for the first time. I was like, bitch stole my story. She stole my story. <laughs> God damn it, Jillian. Jillian is amazing. Jillian. Actually, I, I actually like Sharp Objects better than Gone Girl. Certainly Me too. better than Dark Places. But um, so I'm not saying I wish I wrote it, but, you know. When you would type to strangle someone, the first response was three to five minutes if they're under 12. Oh, oh my God. literally the first response. I'm hoping it's a medical oh. doctor that understands the neck muscles. Right. This one was like a young, right, right, that it wasn't <laughs> like, like someone who's like just tried. That yeah. is the darkest thing I've ever heard. That was some dark that's, that's how they, that's how the Verlaines do, man. Yikes. <laughs> we are like dark. It. This all got real dark. <laughs> all right, Mike. I'm not ready yet. Josh, go. <laughs> I mean, the problem with because I, I think about this a lot. The question, like, because I do so, I write so much um, that no one has ever cared about. Uh, that it's it's like we to say can. like what I wish I wrote. Um, I suppose if I were to have a dream project to reframe the question slightly, if I were to have a dream project. It would be. I want to do a, a musical version of Eddie and the Freezers. Uh, That's hilarious. Which has not happened, but I think a live jukebox jukebox musical of Eddie and the Freezers is my idea. Don't anybody steal that. Trademark. So good. Mm-hmm. Trademark. Right whatever. now. More like the novel too, which has like murder. The novel's like a detective story. It's like really it's good. It's crazy. That's funny because my answer was going to be I would like to update Hudson Hawk. Hey. Which is sort oh, of sort of a lo- along a similar a similar a similar vein of a terribly received movie that is amazing. Um, it's an amazing movie. Some night ever seen it. it that's, that's it could like be tonight. Any night, because really, it's it be. the best. Any night, it's I've it's great. It. Uh, I was busy in the nineties. <laughs> that's a. <laughs> That was busy. Have you been busy since then? It's maybe, not maybe you could have gone out and, 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 and check out Hudson Hawk, the most amazing. Is, ever. is it only ninety minutes? Because I'm in. It, it's a short movie. Its main problem that, that came up with it is that they, it was advertised as an action movie, and it is not an action movie. It is a farce. But it it's is a such a comedy musical. I think it's a farce. It's a hundred percent a farce. So if you look up farce in the dictionary, because like my whole life, oh, that should be a drinking game. Well, he won't. He won't do it. We've been talking about Hudson Hawk. I, I, I would totally. I would like to. You would. Yeah. Let me play Hudson. Let me let me play the hawk in 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 a drinking game version of this. Remind me after we're done that I just did. You you could play Snickers. <laughs> yeah, but you know, so. Snickers is uh, of is uh, who's the you guy? Grumpy old man. Of who's, you can. Oh, David Caruso. That was Snickers, I think. Uh, also interesting. Da- 
Snickers. Actually, you guys should just start calling me Snickers. That would be. Uh, that would Sandra be Bullock. Weirdly enough, that yeah. was my right. pledge Andy McDowell. Really? I mean, such yeah. a great yeah. cast Snickers. and Andy just McDowell. a totally misunderstood movie. There it is. I was just talking about Andy McDowell. That's funny. I love her. I was talking about uh, Michael, the John Travolta she movie, plays and a song about pie. Never talk about Michael. I like yesterday. Wait, I heard the timer. Yeah, we got a ding. We got a uh, ding. That's it. That's it. Totally Next question. We yeah. totally got a dig on the timer. That's yeah. what that was. <laughs> <laughs> 25 minutes <laughs> later. Let's move on. Oh, uh, amazing. Here, uh, ask a question. It's you guys over there. We're still asking questions? Yeah. Oh, this is a long one. Uh, I have one exclamation point. Uh, and it's something you haven't had a chance to discuss yet. Interesting, because this was on the list of things to discuss, but uh, here we go. Uh, Uh-oh. We're going to start with Candace. Start the timer, because this is going to take longer than five minutes. What are your thoughts on the Buffy reboot? Oh. Marissa. Do you want to write it so you can lock down the rights and nobody can go back to it? Number one, right? Number one. I I think part of the problem is, and I didn't really know anything about the Buffy reboot, I'm doing air quotes, until Comic-Con where they had a Buffy scavenger hunt, and it was like, why? And then there were all these reasons. There's a book out, and there's this happening, and it's like the 20th or 21st anniversary or some crap. But that's how I even found out about the reboot. Um, I think part of the problem is that they're calling it a Buffy reboot. It seems to me like it's... I've seen nothing, uh, but it seems more like a Watcher's... You know, all the Slayers are active now, and they have these comic books. So it seems like it's more, more of a focus on one potential Slayer, or maybe she's a Slayer. All the potentials were made Slayers, so that makes sense. Um, so I don't know that I would call it a Buffy reboot. I feel like it's a Vampire Slayer reboot, and I think that's part of the problem. Is everyone's talking about it as a Buffy reboot? The idea of a Buffy reboot makes me want to kill something, and which I wouldn't because I love all living things and whatever. But like, I might ignore a plant for a couple weeks because I'm mad, you know. Um, I I don't like it. Uh, I will pay more attention to it to learn more about it. But stop again, ruining everything I love. I just there's no need for it. The story was great, and the story lives on right now in comics that are these not graphic novels are extremely popular. So I just don't see the need to just suck as much money out of out of. Buffy as as possible. It's just really ruining the material, in my opinion. And I like the comics. That's it. I did not know they were doing Buffy reboot. Uh, I don't know anything about it. I didn't watch the show. Absolutely. So I'm really glad that you got to go first. <laughs> and we're done. Team Tiny Ferrari. I mean, that's the thing, though. You, you said it exactly right. Like The world is expansive enough mm-hmm. that... It doesn't really need to be a reboot. Now, it is worth mentioning that Buffy the Vampire Slayer that everybody loves is a reboot of a movie. Absolutely. It's a little different because the same people were involved. It's a reboot. But anyway, uh, the world's expansive enough that one doesn't need to be a reboot. All they have to say is it's a new Buffy. So it was bad branding to begin with. Right, right. And second of all, the fact that the big drama being that it was black Buffy, which is kind of like, why do you need to have a black Buffy? Why don't you just have a new black character? Why does she need... And well, that's like that's the problem. They shouldn't be calling her, her Buffy, and right? Let her be her own character and not just some kind of reboot of a white person. And it's my understanding that she's not actually playing Buffy Summers. She's just a Slayer, right? Yeah. So she's just a Slayer. So they didn't the need to. They, right. The fact that they're calling it a Buffy reboot yeah. is part of the problem. It's a whole bunch of it's a whole bunch of bad branding. At the end of the day, the real question we should be having is what the hell is up with Joss Whedon? 
And the fact Josh. that his, ex-re- his ex-wife is making intense claims about his grooming 16-year-old. Different question. Different well, question, and one that, that I am that, not that prepared you to handle. You should have brought well, that up. No, like, we, we seem to just be like still loving Buffy. Okay, Josh. Well, I can love Buffy, and not, yeah. but I can't even talk about Joss Whedon. That's an entire, entirely well, different he's, episode. He's running the reboot. Different, we should have different episode. a Whedon-verse okay. episode, because that's how long that would take to discuss. Did you, did you bring this up in the last episode? Before we have that, I'm going to have to likes. watch Buffy. No, I'm going to have to watch Buffy, for sure. And that would have been the forum for it. Yeah. Um, uh, a- a- anybody else? Uh, Jen, Jen, your opinions. I, I do have opinions. And yeah. the first, okay, so it when it came to my attention first, it was uh, because of this article that was written in um, SlashFilm.com by Candace Frederick. And she was, ba- I mean, the title says, Talent of Color Do Not Need White TV Show and Film Hand-Me-Downs. And at first I was like, well, what is this all about? Because it, it just sounded, you know, like there was like yet another, like I thought it was not yet another headline that was just supposed to get me to click through and it's not going to be what it is. But it is what it, she's saying exactly what it is. Um, they don't, you know, people of color don't need to have to redo other people's stories. They can right. do their own stories. Right. Obviously, we don't there have been many of other characters uh, that have proven this, most specifically uh, Black Panther. But here's the thing, it's like, Buffy was a feminist icon in, you know, 20 years ago. And yet, yes, a lot of what she did, a lot of, you know, her struggle and her story is still applicable now. I, I feel like there's so many new stories that can be told 20 years later. Well, and that's the thing. So She's absolutely right. Uh, yeah. The repre- I, representation re- deserves yeah. new stories. Exactly. So like. it's, it's, it's not just that the Buffy story deserves better than, you know, a rehash of the same thing, and not that black characters deserve their own storytelling. It's just that it's like, okay, come on, people. There has to be something new. There has to be something new, and, and all of this is part of not putting the name Buffy on it. I mean, that's yeah. that's the problem. It, any Slayer, I got. There's so many possibilities for just writing right. a Slayer into this world. Like you said, you don't have to say Buffy. You shouldn't be advertising right. it as Buffy. It shouldn't be spoken about that way because that's not who she is. They're not. It's right. not. She's not 007. They're not right. placing someone else in Buffy Ann Summers' character. It's right. yeah, that's right, Ann. Uh, and if you finish the entire series. You know, you understand right. that there are many slayers, and the slayer is in all of us. And Every it's a potential slayer. It's a strength, and it's a it's potential. It's Way to ruin beautiful. the ending, guys. Well, dude, <laughs> dude. Twenty spoiler. years old, no spoiler. I mean, no, no this, spoiler. this is good. Now I don't have to Wikipedia. This twenty show. is twenty <laughs> is the spoiler cutoff. I think that's the statute there. It's twenty. There's a, there's a conversation around the charmed reboot, right? Yeah. Which I think is like the Power of Three is what it's called or whatever. Yeah. But it's about three Latin women and they're rebooting Charmed. And they asked Holly Marie Combs to come back, Mm -hmm. and she said yes, and then later she said no, and she said, I don't see the feminism in having three minority women just recreate three white girls. Absolutely. It would be much more powerful to see three minority women embody three unique, interesting new characters in their own world, in their own storyline, honoring their own histories. Absolutely. And I think that's kind of... One of the challenges with the Buffy reboot, all just if you take the whole Buffiness out of it, the fact that it's like, oh, we're gonna make it current, so we're gonna put in a minority, just right. generally feels. Like 
or to make it relatable. It feels like my, yeah. But they my want the yeah. name. They want the they name. They want to sell because it's about money. the name right. to it's sell it. About, that's what it's all about. I, I was they thinking don't Josh care is probably really hurting think. for the money these days, so he should, he, but he shouldn't he should be. I think this reminds me. That divorce settlement was not in his favor. No, I'm sure it wasn't. I'm sure it wasn't. A good example of this is the Powerpuff Girls snafu that happened about a year ago or so. Um, they brought back Powerpuff Girls, which was, I, I got to be honest with you, not as good. Just not as good at all. Shocking. Uh, from the a- right from the animation to the voice to everything. It's just the storyline, the way they told the stories, eh. uh, which is another massively important female-driven cartoon that they pulled back to try, you know, put back out there to try and make money on it, and they just did not do it any justice, and that's a big fucking bummer. But they released the, it was this whole big deal, it was the fourth Powerpuff Girl, and they finally show her, and they, I don't know if it was an episode or a movie, um, but it, I think she was a black girl, and it was just supposedly, I didn't even watch it, but the response from the internet was that she was exceptionally stereotypical, and it was really just in response to putting certain characters and certain things, and you know, trying to unwhitewash this this cartoon, and it was horribly received, and it was a huge mistake, and like actively nobody offensive. actively offensive. Nobody was happy about it. Yeah. There wasn't one person that seemed to be at all happy about it. So it obviously isn't something that works. So maybe we should stop trying it, and we're done. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's the end of that. The be original. Be original. Write some new shit. Next, Next question. question. Moving on. Dustin. Well, I think this is the last one if we're going around. Dun, dun, dun. There's one okay. more. There's one more in there's there. One more in there. Uh oh. Hmm. And then you all have to think of one. Don't forget. This one. I'm curious to hear some of the answers on this one. The best silly invention you ever came up with. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if I have. Oh. And we're going. Swing tag, gift tags. Is that a silly invention? What is that? No, it's amazing. Uh, That's great. Oh, thank you. I the patent those. didn't go through. Oh my just because it's paper, no one gives a shit. Mm-hmm. Um, they were just gift tags that the top piece swung around, so it was a pretty decorative piece, and then inside was your note, and I made them. <laughs> I cannot picture that. So I think I'm going to have to see that out. at some point. I could 100% pull one out later yeah. to show you. I, I think you have should, some. Yeah. and let's put a picture yeah. of it. But I don't think I have any other inventions, although I did create nail polish that smells like stuff before it came out. Ooh, yeah. nice. Yeah. Uh, I only have one really good invention, and I kind of hesitate to put it to discuss it because it's actually like a really good idea. So I'm going to talk about a, a, a bad one. Um, we had to do inventions in fifth grade. Yeah, I can hear that. <laughs> That's the only time I've been able to hear it. Um, okay. <laughs> we we had we had a, a series of inventions in fifth grade um, where you had to come up with something, and I made a instant rainbow maker that was uh, essentially. Five rolls of streamers next to each other, and you just pulled on it, and like, there was your rainbow. So like, kind of like a ro- like a, like roll of toilet paper, right. but it was just streamers. So and you pull you it once, yeah, and you got a rainbow. Yeah, it was like a dowel of streamers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that gave you a rainbow. Uh, my teacher was not impressed. I'm impressed. <laughs> Fuck that. Fuck that um, I think I got like a check minus because technically I submitted something. She was like, this oh. doesn't do anything. I was like, it makes a rainbow. I remember check minuses. That's yeah, upsetting. It was. It was. Because you all were talking about not caring about your grades. I cared a lot yeah, about I my cared. grades. Um, so, yeah, that was my silliest invention was was a rainbow. 
Nice. That's not silly. That's genius and beautiful. You know, it made me realize. The world needs more rainbows. Right up until that check minus. Right until that fucking check minus. Uh, Team Tiny Ferrari. Silly inventions. A lot of shrugs. I've, I've uh, never, I've never invented anything. I once put a hot dog in a hamburger bun. Oh, does that count? <laughs> I've done that. I've done that too. I invented that too. I think that counts. Um, I think that counts. Invented that too. Let's see. In high school, or I'm sorry, in college, we used to mix mac and cheese with uh, chili out of a can. <gasps> Ooh. That People would eat that. Was Fuck not yeah. Disappointing. Uh, it my wasn't. Dad, uh, Used to do mac and cheese. Uh, and I mean, ketchup. for the time, right? But now that would be disappointing. Now, if you ate that, you would I have would a. Immediately start gaining weight. Like, I literally, like, these pants. I, th- I think the weight gain would be the worst. That, that would not be the worst part of that. It would just, like, fall off. Yeah, I think there'd be a lot of worse um, things than that that would happen to your insides. <laughs> just a crap mac and cheese and have a chili with it. It kind of sounds delicious right now, though. The more you say it, the more I, I want I to try it. That, that, that is the whiskey talking. That is the beer talking. You do not want that. I feel like we're ordering pizza. No, I kind of do. That is 100% regret. Let's, let's just order a pizza and throw a chili can of chili on it, and let's call it a day. This should be done. Done. What is wrong? You guys, why is this a problem? Let's do it. Dustin, have you invented anything? I don't think so. I'm You've never like sure. jury rigged together any like I, I've weird done tons of stuff that electric I don't, I don't think musical. about it. I worked as a mechanic for years. I've also right? been a musician for years. I'm, I'm sure I've, I've you rigged have a, tons you of things. You've welded like that. screwdrivers to all sorts of stuff. Yeah, but <laughs> once I, I don't know, once I do something like that, I do it, the job is done, and I let my brain let it go. I don't do it again. What is it's that like? Shotgun axe. Yeah, it's like, all right, I, I, I made this tool, I broke this thing loose, now I can fix the motorcycle, and then I. I'm not going to think about it again. A lot so of times I'll make up drinking games. Does that count? <laughs> That's like, totally fine. Yeah. I, I, that totally counts. I don't remember what they are because I'm generally drinking when I make them up. Take a that drink every time too. Dustin can't answer a question. That makes sense. That's, I, I want to live, Dustin. <laughs> <laughs> Jen, what was your best invention? High five. You know Jen has an invention. That was good. Um, I actually, the thing is, can't think of anything specifically. Like I know when I've been making cake toppers or cakes or painting different things, it's just been more kind of you know figuring things out. Right, you um, made the thing. It work. You made the thing with the with the dental mirrors. Oh my god! Yeah. Okay, mm. I did. So we we went to the Pasadena uh, flea market. I bought one of those like angled dental mirrors and then bent tweezers that allowed me to look at the underside and backside of cake toppers, which are kind of tiny, and I do a lot of clay, and I don't see it from every angle because you, uh, eventually you can't just tip it upside down. I mean, that's so an invention. I, that is so totally I, like, an invention. So I something to hold all that stuff, and then I remember the first time that I airbrushed a cake, I created a basically a like a tent to hold in all the overspray it's i would just like we have got super talented friends i'm super impressed i don't know what you're talking about about. and that's where i got all the dental tools Mm -hmm. because i've lost my long you can't think of anything but you invented like a thousand things in order to make art my earphones out so you can water them. So I can dunk them, right? Yeah, it's easier to get them in and out with the long... I, I, 
concerts. Yeah, we're still okay. recording the podcast. Next okay. So we have one question. All right, hold on. We, I actually looked, and there's two questions. There's two oh, questions. Okay. So let's two keep these super, super so. fast, because right. we are at an Might hour right. 10, everybody. Hour 10. So here we go. Right. What was your worst job? Coolest, hardest? This is actually three <laughs> questions. So maybe answer just one of them. What was your yeah. worst what was your most interesting job? I was a neon pink gorilla singing telegram. That is the best uh, job ever. For about six months in college. And no six months? And no. I six months. And I am completely tone deaf. So nobody was happy when I showed up. And at the end of it, the company asked if I wanted to transition to being a stripper. Well, that's a fair jump. Uh, gr- neon gorilla yeah. stripper. I mean, you couldn't. Sing. They knew I couldn't <laughs> sing, uh, and the the no. costume was uh, worn by all different people. So it smelled all. It smelled ways. horrible, and yeah. it was very, very large. I was gonna say I don't see you as being gorilla costume fitting size. Neon pink gorilla. Neon pink. See, but if the neon pink is like, I would do it. That's do you think? Do you think they just gave you this job to like try and lead you into the stripping? Right. Oh they yeah, totally, to, totally, totally. That's they how never they they transition people through. That's you start so as they're like the hey, singing telegrams. You hate it, and then they make you a stripper. Oh my god! But I wish Where I had was done this? singing like, telegrams. Oh, in Baltimore, in college. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, I, I proposed to somebody once as a singing gorilla telegram. She said no. She <laughs> said no. Um, what was, what? If I had showed up singing you the way you look tonight in a in a bright pink gorilla telegram, would you have married that person? But did she know the person? Did she know the name? Like you said, the person's name. Oh, the person was there. Oh, like he was just oh like it was God. just like him like, and you. Yeah. Oh, that's weird. It, oh my God! Can it, I find her, this on YouTube? At her job, I want she this worked on in a supermarket. <gasps> so I show up I in the pink those. gorilla telegram, in the pink gorilla outfit, singing "The Way You Look Tonight," and he's there, and he pops up down on one knee, and she was just like, "No." And you know what? I think she made the right call. Well, crazy. no offense, he chose yeah. to propose with a giant pink monkey. Yeah, See, here's the at thing. work. If you were That's at home. Pr- if you were confident about your proposal, you wouldn't have gone right. so big. It d- totally. And like if you were at home and then the, the gorilla just shows up and sings and then you come around the corner and you... That's different. In the middle of your job, we have no idea what's going around on and everyone around you is looking at you. That is a super serious no. Also, can we talk about how off-key I sing? Because it wasn't a nice rendition of the way you look tonight. Can you sing it right now? Can you give no, us a, just no, give it's, us a little? No, it's so no. bad. It's like, okay. It's we love you. You don't have to sing. And muffled by the gorilla suit. The gorilla so suit is like, the problem. It's just <laughs> off-key noise. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't th- I don't think you're as bad as you say you are at singing. That's very sweet. I hear you sing a lot. Well, you yeah. really love her. We really love her. Um, I don't think I... Well, yeah, I certainly can't top that. I uh, Coolest, hardest. Um, everything was fucking hard. Uh I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna go ahead and that say was easy. Shalotsky's Deli was my most interesting job. That's for sure. Interesting job because it was the the towny high school job. Everybody you knew worked there. There was this um, like a it was like a shopping like a strip mall situation. There was a Shalotsky's and like a an ice cream place and a coffee place and like a you know a movie theater. So everybody knew everybody and. It was like the place to be. Plus, I had the keys because I ended up being a manager, and then I would get like super stoned at like <laughs> seventeen, and I would go in at like we would all we would go in at like midnight and steal IBC root beers and chips and stuff. So that was cool. That falls under my coolest, I guess. I like coolest. it. Coolest, yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah, chips. 
I like that you stole root beer, not money. Like, well, because yeah. it, so in the front they had like the the quick get cooler, and it was all IBCs, cream sodas, you know, root beer and cream soda, and like awesome fucking Softies brand chips, which I'm sure were some sort of like kettle chip As chip a pickle. It, yeah. Oh, and they were weird. Yeah, they were like pickles and pepperoncini and like that kind of shit. Um, and it was it was the coolest job ever between the ages of sixteen and like nineteen. That was pretty great. Yeah. I like it. Plus sandwiches. So many sandwiches. Just all the sandwiches I could eat. Dustin. Uh, I, I, I would never be able to top your story of, of seeing... It's not a competition. No, I know. But <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't think any of my jobs have been anywhere. Well, this is just the coolest, sure, the coolest, the weirdest. What, what? I mean, you work at the Hollywood Bowl, dude. That's pretty, that's pretty, pretty cool. fucking cool. I, I sit Irrelevant. In all day, every day. Irrelevant. So it's not Branding. Twice. Yeah. <laughs> it's not super glamorous. I don't hang out backstage. I don't get to meet all the musicians. I just make sure the tickets sell. It's, it's not that exciting. There would be no musicians without you. Oh, that's Aww. sweet. Oh, that's, that's pretty deep. That's pretty yeah. fucking deep. I mean, I did get to be Disco Boy on Freaks and Geeks. That oh, I mean, that's the coolest. I watched that. I watched that. Wait, Just as an extra. There it is. Just as an extra when I first moved to L.A. Hey, you're Jen. Gonna, you're going to rewatch it with me. Buffy, fun, too. Buffy, too. Yeah, season was, four. Season four. I was in Buffy for like three and a half Stop. seconds. Were you a monster of the week? Or you went to like the posse? Oh, God, no. Like, I was just like sitting in the class. Oh. Like, literally just extra work when I first moved to L.A. When you do anything for money. Everybody was Including involved. sitting That's on set yeah. for like 14 hours and eating bagels and Mountain Dew all day. That's how I ended up in the Power Rangers. Yeah. yeah. You were in the Power Rangers? I'm sorry. Can we talk about that a little bit more what? for a second? Okay, so this is Mike's answer. Uh, no, this was not cool. It was extra work. It's not can, that. Can you it's not okay, that but cool. I just yeah. I just went out of my way to go to a Power Rangers I have Rangers no idea. Party. I've never seen the episode. Oh, wow. I, I don't know. I know there was a gigantic cell phone monster involved. That's all I know. I will look into that and get back there was, to you, there was, audience. There was a cell phone monster, and it went off, and all of us were invested in business business attire, and uh, we had, were on our cell phones. And when the monster went off, we were all just racked with pain and had to like be like, oh, God, oh, oh. So it was the beginning of Cell, the Stephen King movie, or, or book, Cell? Josh Maybe. Josh Maybe, but that's, that's, that was the scene of Power Rangers that I was in. Josh? Uh, you know, the the most, the best and worst job I ever had was I was a DJ on a cruise ship. So that's pretty much my whole week. How long were you on that cruise ship for? Uh, four and a half months. Uh, and it was, and I played um, Ja Rule every night. I mean, that's the right choice. Multiple <laughs> times a night. Where? Tell the thing. Wait, was it Ja Rule with Ashanti or just Ja Rule? No, it was Ja Rule and Jennifer Lopez doing I'm Real. Ooh. That was a huge song at the time. Mm-hmm. And the very end of NSYNC, uh, when they were doing Girlfriend. Um, I, oh no, I broke um, I'll Survive, and I broke Love Shack, because I refused to play them, because they were so over. Uh, I was a weird mixture of like, um, I was a weird mixture of like a wedding DJ and a nightclub DJ, because I was on a cruise ship. So it was pretty crazy. I feel like Love Shack has never been over. And I will, in fact, survive. Like, right? what? Yeah. I mean, multiple times a night. Uh, the first time you heard it, were you afraid? I was... Were you petrified? <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was petrified. Uh, I kept thinking I could never go to the bank. Um, I, 
I work from 9 p.m. to 3 a.m. seven days. So you spent so many nights (laughs) thinking how you can be alone. Now you're strong. Unfortunately, I did not go strong, nor did I figure out how to get along. But now he's back. (laughs) (laughs) Basically, it's your life story. It's your life story. Yeah, it's your life story. Um, That's it. Look upon your face. Anybody else thinking about the replacements right just, now? Just no? the cruise just ship no. shows up with a real sad look on its face. Never seen that. I mostly think about how I should have changed my stupid log and I should have made you <laughs> like the, the prison scene, right? When they're in jail? Thank sure. you. Yeah, of course. Thank of you. course. I mean, it's, they, again, they, they, do it twice. they do it yeah. twice. Yeah. You should have not been that busy. You should have seen <laughs> the replacements and you should have seen Hudson Hawk. And I think I think the replacements came out in the early 2000s, actually. It did. It did. So, oh. so you, were you busy then, too? I moved here. Yeah, I was living under a rock. Jen, what was what was your coolest, hardest, weirdest, whatever job? Um, you certainly were busy, so you must have had one. <laughs> like for a good ten years, I did a lot of temp work, and I did a lot of weird temp work. But I'll just say the turkey farm. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> fucking weird. That's solid. That's a what solid answer. What did you do with the turkey farm for for did three years? I was. Did I do it again? Did no, no. Okay. You're fine. You're fine. Uh, for three years, I worked at the turkey farm. I actually managed the turkey farm and uh, we would sell fresh turkeys, fresh killed turkeys um, through Thanksgiving, Christmas for the holidays. Uh, and I um, yeah, I, I managed the, 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 the front of the house and all of the orders and the kitchen and actually created a little like um, country store with local artists. Oh, that's but fun. Yeah, that is yeah. completely how you would manage a turkey yeah, farm. Totally like, that is Jen, super Jen. Jen has a turkey like, farm. There like, is that's a some bed. ugly, oh, shitty yeah. front room and Jen that. makes it homey yeah. and beautiful. Yeah. Well, when I started there, they were taking orders for, you know, okay, for Thanksgiving, they were taking orders for 2,200 turkeys on a giant sheet of corrugated cardboard with uh, just columns drawn for like 6 to 8 pounds. You know, 9 to 14, 14 to 18, da-da-da. They drew an Excel sheet? Is that no, what you're no, saying? No, 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 no. On corrugated cardboard with a Sharpie, they would draw this. And this is what I, you know, the old... Why did they choose corrugated cardboard? It was Why like, didn't they choose, like, It was around. Cardboard? There was probably it was a lot of boxes that the turkeys came in. Stuff showed up. My hands are too flailing. Um, it was what, you know, they had available because everything came in a cor- corrugated cardboard. But we'd get the turkeys at one day old... And anywhere between two and, uh, I'm sorry, 22 to 24 weeks later, they were anywhere from 6 to 45 pounds. They were free-range, non-steroidal, you know, grain-fed, free-roaming turkeys. That's pretty great. And I got them all automated and Excel spreadsheets and da-da-da, and then brought in local artists to... You know, brought in like jams and preserves and so forth, Ooh. and artwork. And I kind of miss it. I like jams and it preserves. It sounds like you kind of miss it. it. Was, yeah. It like you you know what you're saying is we should do that sand turkeys. What are you going to sell instead if it's not turkeys? You want to sell plants? Can we just sell the jam and the arts and shit? Or plants? What if we had like a cactus farm instead? Yes. We could sell strawberry jam and Tennessee hams. I, w- I would make up to 50 I mean, if I don't actually sell apple, it. blueberry, Dixie or Chicks pumpkin pies. That was a Dixie Chicks <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was a Dixie was a Chicks Chick reference. You're still talking. There it is. There it is. Dixie yeah. Chicks. I think we're at like 11 minutes on this oh. topic. Yeah, we've done that. Okay. Yeah. Turkeys. Turkeys. I like it. All right. So now each of you ask the question. 
do do. I, I still have. Oh, there's one oh, more. We've got one more. The hat. Oh, Dustin, you totally could have been like, "This you is my question." I got a question. You asked them all. <laughs> yeah, you could have yeah. gotten out of asking a question. Go for it. Well, I'm asking a question now, so. So this is my turn. If you could say one thing to Brad Pitt, what would it be? <laughs> <laughs> we have Jen's answer. It's done. Look at that. Uh, you were great in the Mexican. Oh, good answer. Good answer. Everybody, give a one line statement, not a question. How's that working out for you? Oh, that one's good. Anybody, I mean, anybody I love, go? I love Fight Club the most. Yeah, yeah. Tell me more about your workout routine for Fight Club. Can you just write it down right now so I can get on that? Then, but don't give me the diet. I, I, <laughs> just just the workout routine. Because <laughs> let's be real, I'm not going to go on the diet. Don't do that. Don't do that. Okay, when you left Jennifer Aniston, did she really donate all of your clothes to the Salvation Army Goodwill on... Uh, Burbank in Bur- uh, Magnolia on Burbank. Well, that's a good one. That's yeah. a really good question. It's, you know, it's a rumor we've all been talking about for like 15 years. Because yeah. that's right where Jen lives. Have Again. Been? Jen has been. Josh, what yes. would you ask? I already said. You already said, Dustin? Yeah. Oh, I missed it. Can you oh, get Mexican. Some beer? Can you get cleaning <laughs> products? <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice uh, true romance reference. Wow. Yeah, that was nice. I think I would say, uh, what do you use on your hair? Ooh, yeah, his yeah. hair's nice. He's I got would, some luscious locks. I would not say he that. He has luscious locks long before uh, Chris Hemsworth wears mm-hmm. luscious locks. That's for damn sure. And the Legends yeah. of Fall poster on my bedroom wall says so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's yeah. a big deal. It's yeah. real trendy with the top. Like, the facial is okay. I like it. But when it's long, it's perfect. He's got great hair. So you're going out on a limb there and saying Brad Pitt's, has got, Brad Pitt's got a good face. Would be alone in that statement. <laughs> you, would, you would not. I, I think that's the most crowded limb that has ever limbed. It. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You want to fight me? Do you want to <laughs> fight me? <laughs> Fucking fight the me. The first it. rule is don't talk about Brad Pitt's face. There it is. <laughs> hey, I'm just saying I was on Team Louis specifically because of Brad Pitt. So. Yeah, he's a good. He was a guy. Also, better anyway. character. Uh, oh my god! I'm so glad though. Let's not fucking talk about uh, Twilight anymore. Let's talk about. Let's go back to like real vampires, maybe. Oh, God, it makes me so mad. And I would also say Team uh, uh, Jean-Luc, or I'm sorry, not Jean-Luc, Jean-Claude, or Richard, but that's a super deep cut Anita Blake uh, vampire hunter novel written by Laurel K. Hamilton that no one in this room knows. But uh, that came first, Twilight fuckers. All right, uh, every Team Tiny Ferrari, do you guys have a quick question? Quick questions for us, quick, quick. Do you like, want like a you want like a real question like some some want to get deep want to get deep now? Just I ask want a question. Whatever comes it, out, man. Whatever, whatever comes out. Mike's got a question. So I got a question for Noodle. Uh oh. So you were raised like without television, right? Like when did when did you get television? Ooh, uh, we got a television for the first time. I think when I was twelve, my brother was fourteen, because uh, we could not be in the same room together without fighting. So my dad got a TV as a babysitter because we would come home from school and nobody would be home. And it would be like three hours until somebody got home. And so we got a TV as a babysitter. So basically, uh, like until your teenage years, you didn't have television. Correct. So no, like no Sesame Street, no anything. No, no none of that. No Nickelodeon. No, nothing. absolutely not until not until way later. How, how do you think that affected you? And, uh, and, and what, like... What, how did that affect you? And like, what are your well, thoughts on that? And how are you going to carry that on to your own? Intention? Yeah, no, I, I was trying not to leave that hanging. It's was okay. No, no, no. That I think I think those are important questions. Uh, yeah, it's funny because my dad asked me earlier today, "Are you going to mention that you're pregnant on your podcast?" And I was like, "Probably not." But it turns out, here we are. Um, <laughs> I read a lot more 
I spent a lot more time in conversation. I spent a lot of time being full of my own imagination. We put on plays. We built nonsense. There was always a giant project going on in my house in terms of an arts and craft or a making or a building or a writing or a drawing or something that I think would TV would have absorbed my time instead. Um, my mother taught me how to read. I didn't learn to read from Sesame Street. She made these books with that were all touch and feel books way before touch and feel books were a thing. Like each letter had a different fabric. So there was like a tweed A, a sandpaper B, etc. So um, I learned, I think, a lot quicker doing that rather than absorbing it. Uh, it made me a complete social outcast because kids talked about stuff that I didn't know anything about. I watched um, Saved by the Bell for the first time in college, and I said to somebody, hey, have you ever seen this show, Saved by the Bell? And they're like, are you fucking kidding me? Mm -hmm. And I thought, oh, no, don't mention this. Don't become an outcast already. <laughs> <laughs> Hold it together, Noodle. Um, but, uh, yeah, I actually would really much prefer to not have my kid watch TV growing up, as or limit as much as possible. Because you I think there's, like, a balance to it? Yeah, oh, sure, sure. Because, you, you, I mean, you don't want to, like... You need to, like, you need to be on the zeitgeist, you know? You wanna, you I wanna, was not a part of the zeitgeist. You want to know what's going on, but and also... I, like, I suffered from that. All of that arts and crafts stuff and, the, like, the projects and the plays going on, it sounds really awesome. It does sound really it's, awesome. It sounds like, like a very engaging childhood. Like, mm. you weren't... You probably... This is probably the reason you're able to focus on stuff better than anybody I know. Well, that's um, nice uh -huh. of you. I, no, it's just... It's a fact. Noodle is a laser. You wouldn't. You wouldn't. You wouldn't no think, noodles the laser. I'm the cat think noodle chasing would be a laser. She's an uncooked noodle. All right. All right. Seven, fine. Seven, fine. You're, you're a few whiskeys in. We'll let it go. That sounds. That makes sense. A few whiskeys in. Uh, yeah, I think. Interesting question. I think there's. A, I think there's a balance for sure. Uh, but I also think that because my mom is moving out here to help us watch the kid, I think the kid's going to get a lot of that that I got, which is nice. So yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, my mom is yeah. not going to put the kid in front of the screen. My mom is going to, you know, do ridiculous art projects. Oh, oh totally. Yeah. Sure. Oh, which yeah. will be great. Oh, I hope we all take a macrame class. Like, why not? You know what? Please. Let's, I've been look, let's all do that. I don't let's do that. I want to make hanging Dunny planters. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm in. for sure. Um, is there more to this? Yeah, no, I'm just I, thanks for I'd like because I, I don't really remember my childhood. Mm -hmm. You know, so I, I I'm told that I did lots of awesome stuff like that too. It's, um, my parents are like, we had give you such a good childhood and you don't remember any of it because of your concussion and it's brutal, um, which I can understand because uh, from the things they tell me, they were real cool. Uh, <laughs> I was always a badass. Yeah, you, yeah. you were always a badass. We did such fun stuff. You went to Storyland. Um, you know Storyland? Yes, of course I do. <laughs> Actually, listen to this yeah. podcast called Crime Writers On, and recently... <laughs> You're going to ruin Storyland for everybody. No, Is there a murder in Storyland? I want to know who was murdering in Storyland right now. I don't want to know, they're, Jen. No, no, they're based in New Hampshire, and they, the, the most recent episode, they were talking about, like, hey, what are you doing for the summer? And one of the... I say characters, but one of the participants, one of the um, members of this podcast, he's in Storyland with his family, and he's like, oh, if you don't know what it is, it's this little, you know, amusement-type park in New Hampshire, and they talk about Storyland, they talk about Santa's Village. There's also like a Stephen King book da -da -da -da. called Storyland. Da -da -da -da. Oh, that too, Bum. but 
Well, I'm sure he based and, it on and this. And yeah, no, people got murdered. But no, no, that's it's, that's it's, awful. Don't tell me this stuff. But it's beautiful and terrifying at the same time because I have pictures of my brother and I in like, like basically on the knees of giant bunnies. Like we're oh, this those big, creepy. Oh, ginormous yeah. structures. See, I've seen these photos. I yes. just don't remember them happening. It's oh my weird. I can. I. I I'll, I'll bring up my families, but Storyland is amazing. Do you oh, remember we didn't have a Storyland? Yes, it's, I didn't it's, have a Storyland. It's incredible. Has Josh been to Storyland? Jesus. Nope. Oh. Nope. Why would I remember? I think that's we all should go to Storyland next year. He hasn't year. even been to Canopy Lake. At the end of next year, that's what we should do. Oh, wow. Where is Storyland? New Hampshire. Okay. It's a I mythical place. Never been there. And I am out. Uh, I will say that it's funny, though, because we are very, very opposite. Uh, I watched a lot of TV as a child. No, no Storyland for you, Noodles? No Storyland? Um, no, why not? I mean, it was always like Storyland. Because New Hampshire is not anywhere near Westchester no, County. But, okay, so New Hampshire's Storyland is basically a fake Disneyland. So New York must have had something. Um, right Playland. What is that? Was our closest was Rye Playland. Oh, but I wait, mean, what what is that word? Rye Play? Rye. Rye Playland. Like whiskey and rye. That was the name of the town. Yeah. Like that. Oh. Okay. Yeah, there it is. Thank you. We had uh, we I had uh, Santa's Village. Okay. By me, we definitely yeah. had Santa's Village. Um, and there's another creepy, creepy old one that's not open anymore that I can't think about. And then we had a massive water park near Always us, which everyone had a water. We had a big uh, Raging Rapids, which is Indiana, actually. I think I think it's actually and across the Indiana I think border. That's a national one. Raging Rapids is yeah. in more than one. Yeah, yeah. It's in other places. I, I, hate I think parks. every hometown or state has their own version of this. But I'm sorry. yeah, Storyland is amazing, and so, Santa's so I've been told. I feel like we didn't have anything as cool as a story. You know what? I'll Photoshop you and my brother and I pictures. <laughs> no, no, there, there are pictures That's of me funny. there. There are. Oh, you pictures. just don't remember. I'm like that is definitely me. Uh, yes, that little blonde-haired child is me. I, I don't remember. It, might, it just infuriates my parents. <laughs> right, your parents are pissed about it, like it's your fault. Uh, because I've experienced a lot of that today. It, it was my parents. fault. I caused that concussion. So, I mean, it's fine. Weren't you a child? I think, I think we're done here. All right. Yeah, okay, uh, anybody else? Anybody else have a Next question? Next Next quick question. TTF question. We're at 132, nope. guys. 132. No, I don't think they have any. You guys have nothing? No. Thanks. Uh, so I won the question game. There you go. Mike won the question game. I think this went very well. I think yeah, uh, I, uh, better than expected. Very much better than expected. I think this was uh, not nearly as chaotic yeah. as I kind of expected it to be. We're, we're in control. We're, we're on our best behavior. We're all super <laughs> super conversationalists. We so it's, it was possible. Yeah, yeah. I, I had a question. I had a question, and I, I appreciate that, sweetheart. Did the thing. I really really do. Did the thing. Uh, we are going to uh, wrap up with what we typically wrap up with, which is political minute. Noodle, political minute. Um. So, I mean, what the last time we we recorded was, what, like three weeks ago? Yeah. And so many fucking things have happened yeah, since horrible. then that I can't even talk about them. Like, it's ridiculous. I mean, Trump went to Russia and embarrassed himself and then embarrassed the country. He, he <sighs> went to the EU or NATO and embarrassed himself and he embarrassed the country. And he basically has pushed... Isolationism Ooh, and trades and farm and the farm yeah. bailout. Oh. Wait, 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 I haven't gotten there. Hold on, hold on. I'm gonna get there. Everything. Uh, so, Everything. so he he cemented the fact that the U.S. is no longer a superpower, uh, and you know, Germany and Japan signed treaties around him without him trade contracts. They're like, cool, you're a dick. We're just gonna keep going. So he has put us in really serious peril uh, with just his general assholery. 
And then the Republicans, in response to that, are <laughs> decided to try and impeach Rod Rosenstein, I think is what his name was. Is uh, That went badly. So they are capable <laughs> of trying to impeach somebody. They just picked the wrong guy. Uh, I think there was 11 of them doing it. So, so the Republicans were like, oh, we're going to do something. And it was just a stupid thing. 40? It was 40 it of was them? It was the entire Freedom Caucus. Oh, yeah. No, there's 11 of them in the... In no, it's, it's 40. Okay. So, so they were like, yes, okay, we hear you're asking for impeachment, so let's try and impeach somebody. And, and that... E- even Ryan came out against right. it. Right. It's fucking... Because it's fucking stupid. And that guy, the guy who's in charge of the Freedom Contest, uh, Jordan, John Jordan, Peter Jordan, whatever, the, the Ohio State rapist... Um, yeah, I mean, that's an exaggeration. Alleged. The, right, the guy who knew that it was going on. He is going to try and unseat Mitch McConnell. So that's cool. This is going well. Uh, and I'm sorry, he's not going to try and unseat Mitch McConnell. He's trying to run for Paul Ryan's job. He wants to be Speaker of the House. That's, that's the correct information. So uh, everything's a shit show. But here is the thing that actually bothers me the most out of all of these shit shows is the constant money grubbing. Uh, I get, on average, 15 emails a day from Democrats asking me for money, which, like, I understand that's fine. Like, I get it. The problem is they are all using the same template. They're all using the same exact BuzzFeed-based language of destroyed, Mm -hmm. decimated, Mm -hmm. uh, blown away, and blah. Like, it's all clickbait. They're sending me clickbait requests for money. And literally, I get the same email from seven different senators who are not my senator. And it doesn't matter that I uh, donated money to them about an hour ago. They want more, and they want more, and they want more. So I've started writing them back pretty aggressive marketing-based notes. Like, hey, guys, run a suppression list. And uh, hey, maybe you should filter this out. And don't use your guilt tactics, because this is how you get voter fatigue and donor fatigue. I don't think they're paying attention to my good advice. Um, But as somebody who worked in campaigns for a very long time and actively works in marketing, I can tell you the tactics they're using are not working. Are you tweeting about this? No, I'm just sending them nasty emails. I think you should, because I think that is, it's absolutely true. I mean, like there's millions of freaking people in the country and we are not the only people who feel this way. However, uh, it's just like we're not the only people with the podcast that's got a feminist bent. But uh, we all have different things to say and I have felt such extreme like fatigue in general, voter, donor, et cetera. And until you said something earlier, I really hadn't even thought about it. I knew I was tired of it, but every time I get these emails, I ignore them or I read them and I feel sad for 10 minutes and then I got to get back to work and it's like the same chaotic pattern of crap and I, I hadn't even put it into words. Yeah, like the DCCC is trying to uh, get in to put their finger on the pulse of like how the hip kids talk. And it's terrible because no. they're just repeating yeah. it. And they're l- when I say using the same email, I mean word for word the same email. Yeah, like it's yeah. it's the exact same email they're, from they're the, the same formatting, yeah. the same wording, the same everything, yeah, it's the same buzzwords. One, there's yeah. one person writing these emails, Absolutely. and they're sending it to every single congressional district, and just slotting in the name of the person who's running. Uh, and I, it's, I get yeah, I get the need to blanket as much as possible, and and, and right. you know, out of Hire, every ten people who gets that email, one of them is actually reading it, and and. One of them is actually clicking, you know, two of them are reading it, and one right. is clicking the donate button. I get it, but those of us who are trying and, and want to do great and are trying to do the only thing we can do, which is pick so many things, focus, donate, right. act, you know, be activists about it, uh, 
your, your awareness out big time. Yeah, they're they're not paying attention to time frames. Like yeah. it's August. August yeah. Give it a break in August. Pick it back up mid September. Pick it back up after Labor Day because frankly, people want the summer off. After Labor Day, start doing the voter registration drives again. Start doing. Uh, the get out the vote movements start doing the phone banking, but frankly, stop asking me for fucking money. Uh, truthfully, especially yeah. because uh, people don't tend to think about the fact that summer is expensive. Everyone thinks about the holidays, and you know, don't ask for too much money December or November, December, January. But summer is expensive. You have families with kids in day camp and away camp, and you know, you got to keep your kids in a bunch of shit in order to. I'm not saying only people with children and people who vote, but mm-hmm. you people spend a lot of money in summer. And just drinking. Just, just drink. It's they expensive. Drink it that shit's expensive. Well. Yeah. Because we're trying to get through the fucking day. Exist through this current climate. But the other thing, too, is understand that the people who open your emails are the people who are actively involved. And it's like, don't. Stop being don't. Death with you know yeah. what? Yeah. And I, I get way, I'm way too sensitive because, as I said, prior to recording this, I was... I would open every single thing that came across my desktop before the election. And I was donating sometimes, well, certainly two, three times a week, but sometimes multiple times a day because I thought, oh, my gosh, this is the only way to stop it. Mm -hmm. And for you to keep berating me, the person who is actually reading your email, change your message. Understand that... There are more people reading it who, yeah, like you said, you know, like, make sure you delete the people who have already donated at least within the last 24 hours. Right. Mm -hmm. But understand, your message is just making me feel horrible. So after the election, I just blanket dumped. I I would delete 200 to 300 emails a day. Without even reading. Well, the, and that's the part of it is we're and you now know, you're we're being, lost. We're it, over information. Sa- yeah. The saturation is too much. But and the uh, guilt isn't going to work anymore. Yeah, I was spending time with my sister, who is not one of my sisters, who is not an email person. I mean, so I will send her an email, and she's like, "Why well, emailed?" And I'm like, "Bitch, how do you not read your fucking emails?" Like I read my email all day, every day. And the truth is, the people who are in their email like that, who are getting them the second they come through, are people who are at work are working full-time, you know, people who need to be in their their email all day long just to get through the day. And I am, don't send me something that says that long. Don't send me something that says the same thing because you've lost me now. Because An you inflammatory? I'm, I'm too, there's the barrage of information all day long is too much. So the you're definitely losing those people who want to be involved. Right, the inflammatory, accusatory emails to the people who are actually paying attention Right, it does feel like shame on you. You're not paying enough attention. And here's the thing. I know I lost handfuls of personal emails because I just go through and I'm like, last 300, dumped. Nope, nope, nope. You you have to. At some point, you have to cut it off. And we are not absorbing what we were absorbing two years ago at all. So we are, um, well, now that that was a fucking downer. Sorry. That was, no, it's <laughs> Sorry, okay. Yeah, it's okay. Such a great, like, um, we did have a great fun time. Yeah, but no, that's good, because that is a very good indication of uh, the kinds of things Team Tiny Ferrari talks about yep. quite quite often. We're, uh, We're yeah. serious people. We are serious we are people. serious people. And also With funny girls. Jobs. That's who we are. Yeah. Yeah. Have yeah. We have jobs. serious haircuts. Ser- we have serious haircuts. We all have. Speaking of reboots. Right? Okay. Uh, thanks for being here with us, yeah, guys. Yeah, thanks, guys. Hello, thank you. Hey, we really appreciate your time, your fun. 
Thanks for listening to us as usual out there in the audience. Yeah, and remember, you Love can you submit uh, grab bag questions or topics at any time. We're going to do it again. Candypresents.com. You can do it at, you can do that on Instagram. You can send us anywhere. Really, you can find us. You can send us a, a like grab bag gonna, submission. I feel like we're going to post a lot of good pictures on tonight. We are going to post a lot of good pictures. Yeah. It's super fun. Yep. Super fun. Thank you so much. Uh, Team Tiny Ferrari, big round of applause for Woo! Team Tiny Ferrari. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Holler. There it is. Holler. Uh, we will post uh, links to, to some of the things we have spoken about tonight. We will also, uh, any of the Team Tiny Ferrari crew who wants to be sure that you can find them on the interwebs, we will post that as well. Jenny has something to say. Jenny, be great. I just want to thank you, ladies, for Aww. talking about the important sometimes uncomfortable things that we all care about. So thank Aww. you. Aww. I also, you know what I did not tell it's you, not Noodle? Popular, I have a, um, I had a really great review from a friend of mine. Uh, we talked about Groovy uh, and my friend Natalie. We talked about Evil Temptress Designs last time. She actually sent uh, a text message saying, thanks and keep it up, guys. And that was pretty great. So uh, thank you, Natalie. Thanks, Woo! thanks, Ruby. And thank you, Team Tiny Ferrari, for Chacharone Podcast. I am Candy. And I'm Noodle. Thank you guys so much. We'll see you soon. Bye. Bye.